Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Bar Snobs. You have made it all the way. Made it all the way to episode 240. I always picture it as like a marathon. Like one person started listening, and they're just like, no, I'm quitting my job. I'm going to sit here, and I'm going to listen to all the episodes at once. That's how I picture it every time, Michael. I'm still amazed. Uh, I haven't seen DMs or anything like that for a while, but you, like when someone says, oh, I just, you know, I just found you guys today, like working through oh episode God. one through five and, you know, I'm, I'm loving it. So <laughs> it's so, I, it's really charming and I, I, I think it's, it's great, but I'm, man, those, those are some rough episodes. We, there were some rough episodes. We also have incredible fans. We, cause we, cause that happens. You get people who the first episode they'll hear is episode 185 or episode 211 or episode 74. And they're like, you know what? I love the show enough. I'm going back to the beginning. I'm going to go and listen through and it's just like yeah. <clears throat> it's a it's a mystery to me also because I don't I mean, I don't know if you're a podcast person. I'm not a podcast person. I'm not. Which is funny cuz we've been <laughs> 240 episodes, but I don't listen to podcasts uh all that much. But if I get it, I don't know what people do if they f- discover a podcast, do they go backwards or do they just I don't know. I don't but, know. Yeah, that's awesome. 240. Great. 240. Like, we're here. You people yeah. are more dedicated to me than my own father is. Uh, when I graduated both undergrad and grad school, I got a phone call. That was it. It's not bad. Not bad, I guess. He didn't. My dad didn't go back and listen to 240 episodes of the two were wash knobs, though. I'll say that much. <laughs> All right? But here, we've made it. 240. This is going to be a ton of fun. We have... Uh, we have a fun one for you. We haven't done a Q and A special in a long time, Michael. How sh- it's it's how dare I us? think we're a little I think we're a little afraid of Q and A because some of the questions that come in are like mm, really guys. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think I think we're slightly afraid of Q and A, but we're 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 ready to do it. I love you. You, you did a post and I did some a, questions. Yeah, I did a post. I threw a post on Instagram. I'm minimally active on Instagram at the moment just because Instagram uh, is just, just, just like, actually to use Instagram is very difficult these days, at least for us. So it's just, you know, we're on there once a week. So I made a post on there, did a huge call out for Q&A questions, got a ton of questions. We're not going to be able to get through all of them here. So what we're going to do is we'll... We'll shout you out. We'll shout out your handle or whatever, and then we'll we'll read your question, and then we'll try to answer. Answer. We we're not gonna promise you're gonna like it, um, but we're gonna answer your question. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think we're also scared of Q and A episodes because I enjoyed the whole gamut of episode of like question types. It's just like, oh, what's your favorite forty millimeter blue dial diver versus just like, okay, if I take the coax movement and I go upside down in an elevator. And it's in the middle of a rainstorm. Will I lose accuracy? He's like, I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> How am I supposed to know the answer to your fucking random question? Can't help you there. Can't help you there. Call the Omega Hotline. I'm, I'm sure they have one. I think. <laughs> they do. I've, I've been on. You've been on? Okay, long, good. Long, long wait times. It's though. like a 900 number. It's like a... <laughs> that is a joke. Probably 40% of the audience won't understand. You're under. I don't know if, I don't know if I understand age. it. Neither the old the nine hundred nine hundred numbers used to be the old sex hotlines. Oh, it'd be like you'd be like, oh, dial nine hundred chicks with dicks or something like, or like you know, or whatever you uh, you know that doesn't have to be chicks with dicks. It could be anything, but like nine hundred and like it's like a phone sex line. It's like the I guess. God damn it, Michael. 
I guess I never. I guess I, you know, it was something I probably heard of, but never thought to look into. <laughs> I don't, you know, I didn't get the chance to Wikipedia that back then. Like, uh, this, yeah. this is before Wikipedia, dude. You know, mm. good times. Michael, would you like to? Would you like to honor tradition? Would be? Would you like to do an audio wrist check? I'm so horny for my watch. What do you? Why is everyone saying that on the Slack? It makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> It's just like, hello. Makes me so, my wife is just trying to get this cat to, to eat. <laughs> Sounds like a like a horror novel on audiobook. Yeah, right. <laughs> For a second there. <laughs> the door creaked open just as, just as Thomas had his back turned to the window. Uh, Little did he am, know. What am I wearing? Don't um, know. Socks? Not socks. <laughs> it's, it's too hot for socks. Oh, that's right. It's fucking hot as shit. You gotta get some air conditioning. Audio wrist check for the 240th time. What do you wear? Talk to me. So you remember last episode how I said it was um, a mistake to get rid of an S- any kind of SKX in, in my collection. I'm kind of I'm kind of getting some of that feeling back because right. I have on loan one of the new Seiko Five uh, GMT watches. That's right. Okay, so explain this watch to me. Is it literally just one of the 5KX models with a GMT hand, or is it a totally different beast? So this case is textbook SKX case. Wow. And that's basically what the, I guess, the 5KX models, that's what they call them? 5KX? That's, I'm sorry, that's the, what they call It's fucking stupid. I didn't make okay. it. I didn't make the name. Well, the th- I, I haven't paid attention to them because, it, you know... It, when they came out, they had the logo and it looked kind of funny and I really didn't know how to feel. And then years went by and then I just stopped paying attention. Yeah. And then I guess Seiko uh, decided to use that lineup to introduce their, um, <clears throat> I guess, I don't, I'd have to, I'd have to dig into the history, but I, I guess this is their first in-house GMT or it can't be. In the Seiko 5 line. It can't be. Okay. Because there's been in-house kinetic GMT movements in yeah. in some of like prospects, um, and I think I don't actually I'm not sure. Am I, it's definitely in terms of mechanical GMT for the Seiko Five product line. I'm, I'm fairly certain it's a first. Hmm. Yeah. So I mean, I I when these came out, I I thought years. It might have been 2017 when we were talking about. Uh, I said something like, if somebody put a GMT movement into an SKX 007 that would be just that's that's like end game and uh and oh, these Seiko read your diary yeah I guess so but you know with with a, a few little caveats that people are you know bickering about naturally because it's Seiko and um I I will say it's a fun watch I specifically I have the SSK 005 which is the orange dial version nice oh uh, nice yeah, and that one seems to be, it's almost like that one is more popular than the blue and black, which I thought it would be the other way around. I thought I thought folks would be really just going for that, um, I guess, Batman style, <clears throat> but folks are really leaning into this orange dial one. It's not an orange like the uh, SKX-01. Is it like, an, is it, is it like an orange monster orange? Remember the old OJ monsters? So the orange monsters had a very flat, almost like a matte orange mm. uh, to them. This is a sunburst orange, which is oh. really kind of like shiny and 
glitzy. It, it, I I would describe it as uh, almost like high end looking. It, it looks like the watch looks way more expensive than than it is, and I don't think that was the case with a lot of the other five kx models. So these um. I think these GMTs are really standing out for people. The new movement is the 4R34. Um, other than that, it's like, oh, okay. So here's the thing: it's uh, it's got a push pull crown, is and it, that's it's, it's not screwed down. It's not screwed yeah. down. So neither are the 5KX models. The other ones. That's right. That's right. And so I, that's that got me really digging into the the merits of a screw down crown. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but like you look at I, I think there are old watches like the Seiko 6105 is this like legendary dive watch and I don't think that had a screw down crown I think that's push pull and definitely the Tornick Rayville um, the original ones that was a push pull crown and I mean people still went diving with it you still get 100 meters with it it's got a it's got a seal in the crown. You're probably going to be fine. Um, speaking of, um, I'm just going to keep going. I'm keep sorry. going. Yeah, bro. I'm, I'm with it. I'm on this ride with you, man. What up? Spencer Klein, actually, from Klein Vintage Watch on his YouTube channel, he he has all three of these, and he's been, he's been doing some serious testing on them and taking them apart and really just looking into them because I think he's curious about how swappable the parts are. Like if you if you take this movement, can you drop it into a like a regular SKX and get the screw down or whatever? But oh. anyways, in one of those videos, he actually pressure tested it to I think eighty meters, and it was fine. Yes. So um, yeah, I, I I think this is it's tough. I don't I don't know if it's the kind of watch that would scratch the SKX itch for me, but it's definitely helping out. Um, and yeah, I think I think it's a really really good release. They're they're tough to find now. Oh, I think okay. it, they retail for four seventy five. If you wait a bit, like probably next year or even Christmas time this year, I'm sure they're going to be uh, easier to find and probably cheaper, like on Amazon. Screw down crown thing is interesting. I think there's a lot to be said for watch brands both small and large so both large watch brands and um, micro brands i think there's something to be said for they know there's a certain amount of like spec flexing that people just love they're like oh it's got a screw down crown that means it's like stronger than normal or something like that you know what i mean i think i think it does just become one of those things where it's like sometimes watch brands do it because it's just makes people feel better or makes people feel like the watch will be better protected but to your point push pull crown 100 meters that's like 330 feet listen if you drop your keys in the ocean and you have to dive after them deeper than 330 feet let them go there's no yeah there's what what are you diving it's more feet than you could possibly need you know what i mean and it's funny if you if you dive deep into the bowels of watch you seek threads from like 2010 or something you'll find these arguments on on push pull crown versus screw down and apparently you know one of the arguments is that a screw down crown does nothing to aid in water resistance a screw down crown is there to keep it from popping out inadvertently like if you snag it on something underwater 
So, so one school of thought is that water resistance is all about the seals and the mm. screw down component of that discussion is, is, has nothing to do with the water resistance. I don't know how much I believe that. I'm not a, I'm not a crown scientist. Uh, <laughs> Like whatever. You're not an underwater chronologist. I don't understand. God damn it! <laughs> but that's one. That's one of the arguments that you hear, and then you have other people who are like, "I would never buy anything with without a screw down crown." Um, so, but either way, you can probably shower with this thing or take it in a pool, which is like the two things I'll do with it. That's been like my. That's been like my 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 benchmark for like anytime I'm reviewing a watch and it's like, oh, 30 meters water resistance. Resistance. I'm like, you could shower with it. I wouldn't yeah. like. You know, I wouldn't like like you know fish, like I, I wouldn't go noodling with it. I wouldn't you know fish catfish out of rivers while wearing it. Like, but you could probably shower with it or slip in the rain with it on. Yeah. That's that's fine, you know. But like that's because it's real life, you know. Yeah, and the 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 quick set the quick set for the GMT is the uh, is for the twenty four hour hand, not the uh, not the twelve hour hand. So if that matters to you. I don't want to be your friend, really, uh, but <laughs> <laughs> full disclosure: you know the, I don't the, want to be the, your friend if that matters to you. Just putting the it irony. Out there. The irony in that is that I bet you somebody can pull like up from episode from double digit episodes and be like, like find a super neck beardy uh, sound clip of me being like, actually, Dude, that's pro DMT. That's the, <laughs> that's the beauty of this show. We've become so self-referential in certain things and so just contradictory in other things. Like, <laughs> we, 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 we've, we've encompassed the whole spectrum of what it actually means to be truthful reality. We believe things now that us five years ago would have slit our fucking throats for. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's also fine. That's normal. Like, we're, like, you as a watch collector, you, Michael, and everyone at home listening, you're entitled to change your opinion. Like you, your your resolve or your watch views don't have to be as, you know, unmoving and firm. Like like you don't have to have a four hour eruption with what you believe about watches. Like it's fine. It's fine to change your opinion and to not have an eruption. Like that's, Honestly, that's like normal. With the whole GMT thing, um, it, it, be it the twenty four hour hand or the the local hand, I think even the nicest GMT watches that I've owned, like. Even the 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 Batman mm-hmm. way long ago, I wouldn't even I would just use the bezel, and I n- not once in my life did I think oh I want to keep track of three time zones so the <laughs> bezel's got to be its own thing and then the hand's got to be its other thing and so, you know, I, I, when I'm looking at GMTs lately, especially if the the, the bezel's a 24 hour scale, mm-hmm. I'm probably just gonna use the bezel real quick and that's faster than jumping a any any. 12 hour or 24 hour hand that's a that's even better i was talking <laughs> well last last thing I, I was talking to one of my uh it's it's funny i've gotten to i've i've come to know four different pilots since moving here uh are you gonna are you gonna be a pilot too michael get your hours in dude i'm not gonna be a pilot but <sighs> two of them two of them commercial two of them military cool this, this one guy's a commercial pilot he's like He's like, yeah, I was making fun of these other guys the other day because one of them bought like a six thousand dollar watch, and it's like, why would you do? There's a there's a clock in the cockpit. Like the, <laughs> like the FAA required. Like, <laughs> and, so oh, and these funny. guys, all of all of them, all like all four of them, Apple Watch. 
all the oh, time. That's... That makes sense. It's yeah. a very practical tool. So think about that and the, the next time you see some some aviation focused uh, watch marketing. I, th- I think so much of the watch marketing stuff and so much of folks's uh, desire to have a watch that's a air quotes true version of something, a true diver or a true aviation watch. I think they're just trying to buy cool. Yeah. I think they might recognize something in their life is missing and they're just like, man, you know what? If I bought a cool dive watch, that would make me cool. You're probably not using those words, but you're probably doing those mental gymnastics and like, yeah, I just love that comment from your pilot buddy. It's like, dude, there's a clock in the cockpit. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> it's a really big, so really big clock there. Funny. <laughs> Anyways, I've uh, taken up too much time. What, what do you have? Oh, I love it. I love talking with you. I don't like talking to anyone else except my wife and you, and maybe the cats. They don't, they don't talk <laughs> back, which is why I like it. Um, I'm wearing a, I'm, I'm wearing a Kaz special. I'm wearing my, my little Seiko SNK, man. Um, the little green dial uh, field style watch, and I'm wearing it for a very specific reason. I'm going to send you this link. Have you ever seen these? Do these? Do you think this will fit my watch? I'm sending Michael a link, an eBay link for a metal bracelet for this SNK. It might. I've seen people do this. It, let me see. Is this one? It would be really cool if it's. It's, it, 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 it says it's an actual Seiko like bracelet reference number. Oh, and it's all, it looks like it's all bead blasted. Yeah. So kind of like the same case finish. I mean, you know, for, oh, it's pricier than I thought it would be. Like 40 bucks. <laughs> it's like almost as much as the watch. It, it is quite, very close. <laughs> Actually, you know what's funny? If you look in one of the photos, you can see the back of the bracelet. That's the link style for some cheap ass Casio bracelets where you have to pull the whole pin out. It's like a giant flat piece of metal. Brilliant. So it's probably very shitty. But I like oh, yeah. I Reference like Reference three three zero four Juliet Zulu. <clears throat> yeah, maybe uh I think I mean it'll fit. It says it compatible watches and it's got all the SNK models there. Do you it, wanna you wanna you're trying to you want to beef this thing up a little bit? I thought it'd be kind of fun to put it on a bracelet. I was kind of, I was kind of curious, but I don't want to. I'm bra- the sellers in Miami, Florida. Wait, are they? I'll just yeah, the sellers. This. It'll, it'll, they'll send it. They'll. Knock on this fucking door. Carrier pigeon. <laughs> it better, better be a big ass pigeon, <laughs> unless it's a really small bracelet. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was, I was, I was. I, I put this watch on the other day. Um, we're building uh, for folks that I, I, I've mentioned on air. We're building a house here, and like it's been a crazy, crazy process. Um, I was there the other week, and I was doing one of the final walkthroughs before they start drywalling. And I'm just like, I'm like, oh, I don't know what watch to wear. And I'm just like, I'm like, oh man, I'll wear my little Seiko. It's been so long, and it was so nice. It was just so nice to wear this little this little watch again. And then, um, and then I remember I saw an Instagram photo a long time ago. And someone had theirs on a bracelet. I was like, oh, fuck. And I totally remember that. And I tried. To, I started Googling around trying to figure out like what it was. And then eventually I found this this uh, eBay listing. And I was like, oh, shit. Maybe I should go for it. Maybe, maybe I'll give it a shot. Maybe I'll do it as like a holiday present for myself. Yeah. I mean, I think I think it'll be cool. I, it, it, it seems definitely like this would fit. Yeah. <clears throat> I'd, be sur- I'd be surprised if it didn't fit. Made of fucking like gum wrappers and just like 
tinfoil and just like fall apart. That would, that would annoy me. I mean, that's that you're describing the old Rolex bracelets. So, you know, good enough for old Rolex. It's good enough for my <laughs> little Seiko five <laughs> tinfoil gum wrappers. That's just like, you know, probably you hold it. And you're just like, like, Ooh, okay. I feel like they probably fished these out of like, like ashtrays in New York city and just like made a bracelet out of it. You know? That's that's that almost takes it back to the screw down crown discussion that we were just having. Like Rolex used to just make a, a thing and then people got so neck beardy that they had to they had to start milling their bracelets out of a single piece of steel or <laughs> when in reality those old ones were probably just fine. Uh it just goes to show you everyone ruins everything. <laughs> TBWS <laughs> motto around these parts, everyone. Uh, there's a there's a Reddit post where someone's got the bracelet. Oh yeah, it actually doesn't look that bad. Let me send you this oh, photo. Yeah. I'm sure it looks great. Oh, here's Slack. Sorry, I don't have a photo of me. It's probably hard to pick out. A photo of you? On oh, Slack. oh, on Slack. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, what what is your what is your Slack photo? Is it a cat? It's a cat with its head stuck in a Starbucks cold brew. Cat okay. Thing. I think the cat's fine. Mine is this, still mine is still good. Mine is still this golden eye poster that someone I don't remember who, but someone put my face on. It's really nice. I like that. Fun. <laughs> remember those Pierce Brosnan deep fakes they did? The, those were kind of creepy, but really, really good. I saved them. <laughs> I, I, I watch them from time to time. <laughs> it's really, <laughs> it's really cool. Um, but yeah, no, I, I sent you this. Uh, it, it, it actually looks pretty good. It does. Yeah. I'll go for it. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll treat myself. Maybe this will be my new house watch. Just a bracelet. That'd be so cool. But that's what I'm wearing. I'm wearing my little Seiko SNK. It's the green dial. It's the field watch. You know, it's fun. It's a. It's just. It's. This can. This. This. I can't get rid of this. Like this is just. This is what did it for me. You know what I mean. This is what. What got me into it. So. And I have you to thank for that. You told me to get this watch, or you you presented me with a series of options. Yeah. And you kind of steered <clears throat> me towards this watch. Oh, I'm sorry. I did this to you. I'm not bad, the watch, just thought that just watches the spiral. I'm a yeah. I'm a better man because of you. That's how I that's how <laughs> I see it. That's how I've rationalized. Uh, but here, let's uh let's do this housekeeping items. Everyone visit twobrokewatchknobs.com. We got some fun stuff on there. I just put up this um I finally, finally got to hang out with a Scurfa Diver One, not just any fucking diver one, titanium. Oh so good. <laughs> it's so good go check out the review I got some fun photos or at least I think they're fun photos I'm also biased um, go and check that out on the site tourwatchstops.com we're starting to do more sort of our spin on <clears throat> just like kind of what I would call uh, foundational sort of watch pieces so we have a list of 2022 best affordable watch brands um, that's up on here we also have a really fun piece on how to build a watch collection for 200 bucks very much in antithesis of um i get so annoyed when i see like other watch websites being like be like oh you could build a budget collection for five thousand dollars and i'm like Dude, fuck you like that's insanity 
Like five budget five thousand bucks? Nah, man. That's crazy town. You know what I'm saying? So two hundred bucks. Because we've also done a few episodes like that. We've done like didn't we do fifty bucks? We did one fifty time? bucks, but I was just thinking, I'm like, just oh hard man, mode. we were dude, we did we we did full Devil May Cry two on hard mode, like <laughs> we did not fuck around with that episode. We were, I loved it because our our choices were like, oh, you can use this twine for fifty cents to store your watches. <laughs> like we, we were we were we were we were pretty hardcore on that one. Um, uh, that's up on the site. Michael Michael's fantastic review of the Bremont Supermarine S three zero two GMT on the site. Um, as always, beautiful photos. I strive to be anywhere near as good as the photos that you can take. Uh, you're, my I think you're fucking better, photos. I think you're better than I am. Oh, my photos are weird, dude. Plus, you got my fucking like. You got like. I I also like. I can't get my as a brown man. I can't get my own fucking skin tone right. I think it looks so nice. Like it. I don't like me. This might be yeah, more of a, a psychological you great, defect. You have you have a great uh, arm hair density also. <laughs> <laughs> your your arm hair to skin ratio is what très chic. Like thanks, what, what, man. That's the unit of measurement for arm hair density. I don't know. Uh, one cas. <laughs> uh, that's that that's like that's like some three cas arm hair, dude. Shit, man. You might wanna I want to wax or something. I don't know. But no, the Skurfer reviews, I'm looking at it right now. This one was a lot of fun. Your Braymont review is fantastic. That thing is so cool. But yeah, go and check out the site. Um, also working on some fun reviews. I am working on a... Uh, I'm on this saga of just reviewing random watches that no other watch website would want to touch. So we did Michael Kors. You can read that. It's on the website. Um, we did a Vincero watch. Uh, I'm going to get a Fossil watch next. I gotta figure out which fossil model to get, and I'm gonna have fun um, reviewing that. Uh, we have a San Martin watch review up there as well from uh, I think that was a couple of weeks back. Really excited uh, when that went up, just because that was a great watch for like 120 bucks. That was a really good watch. So go check out the site. All kinds of fun stuff. We're trying to do new stuff every week, and um, if there is anything that you would like to see on the site. You know, let us know what's up. Um, try to message us on Instagram. I might see it. It's a bit of a clusterfuck right now and there. But if you email us, we'll probably see it. TBWS.contact at gmail.com. Um, I think that's it for housekeeping. It's fair. It's fair. It's fair. I don't I don't have a clock running on my thing, so <clears throat> I think you're gonna have to keep us keep us uh Solid with the time. We we are about twenty seven minutes in. Shall we transition to the main topic? Yeah, I think I think that's a that's a good chunk of time. We can knock some of these questions out. Let's do it. All right, I posted this little call for Q and A submissions. I think a few days ago now, or something like that. Got a bunch of really fun ones. I'm just gonna go down the line here on Instagram. I'm gonna yell out. Not I'm gonna I'm gonna very calmly say your um your handle. And then Michael, I'll read the question, and then we'll see. And my dog will answer. And the dog's gonna answer, and then we'll see what the three of us, uh, the three of us can figure out. So, why is she up here? Maybe she should. Uh, maybe she, did, you, did your neighbor fall on a well or something? <laughs> my neighbor is screwed. Because <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Listen, neighbor, it's hot, and like I don't want to put a shirt on, so you're just gonna have to stay down there. Yeah. It's a well. You'll have plenty of water. I'm not gonna. You know, it's fine. Unless, unless it's a 
like a dry well. Do wells dry up? That's a rhetorical question. I think. How many roads must a man walk down? Let's do this first question. Crown and Cactus. Okay, that's a cool name. Crown and, Crown and Cactus. Shoot shot to Crown and Cactus. This person's question is... Okay, there's two, there's, you cheated. There's two questions in one, but that's fine because I like it. Zin or Damasco? Follow-up question. Are these considered micro-brands? So let's tackle the first part of that question, Michael. Between mm. those two, Zin or Damasco? What are you feeling? So I've out of so first of all, either one you're gonna get a hell of a watch. Mm-hmm. Um and I think uh because they're so kind of high up there in terms of quality, I think it's gonna come down to the visuals and, and the design. Mm-hmm. For me, Zinn has has come out with more watches that speak to me from a design standpoint. Um I, I actually really like the uh, they're these they they came out with a GMT model and then an, another version of it that's a, a twelve hour bezel with this <clears> vertical <throat> vertical day date window at six o'clock that's yes. kind of funky looking and folks got folks got a little upset like oh that looks horrible but I, I think it looks really really cool and um, yeah design wise I would say Zen just just speaks to me a little bit more but then. When you get into the tech side of things, Damasco does some really cool stuff with the way they they do their cases and the technology with the seals that they do. Mm-hmm. But then with Zinn, you have that like the filling the case with with gas and those those moisture detection. T- that's they're tablets. both they're both over engineered. They're that's that's a great way to put it. They're both really <laughs> really over engineered, um, like watches Mm -hmm. and they make great stuff if you're if you like that sort of uh aviation style but that's i don't know about you i i would i'd go with a zin i i would go zin as well just because every time i see it i do swoon i love that um was it five five six yeah that one's nice it's like the boilerplate standard issue missionary sex everyone's expecting it sort of zin model I fucking love it. Yeah, like what I mean, the 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 Mark series watches from IWC are great, but I mean, you're pretty much like you're there with the uh, with the five five six. I think. Oh yeah. Uh, the, I, you know what? The Damasco watches. Um, I feel like Zinn is a little bit better at packing their watches in with cool complications and not not achieving the thickness of a hockey puck. Damasco oh, will will do will do these really cool watches, but so many of them that I've tried on, they're so so big to the point to the point where I've only ever the Damascus that I've thought about that I've thought like oh I can I can I can see myself owning that they've been time only ones you know <sighs> gotcha okay so so from both of us between the two we are we are leaning towards Zen so what about the follow up question are these considered micro brands. I don't. I don't even really know what a micro brand is anymore. I would call <laughs> it's them hard. I, I would call them. You know, they they would probably prefer to be called something like a small batch boutique brand. Or boutique something. brand. Yeah, that's. Yeah, and and I think that's fair because um, I'm not going to call a Kickstarter project a small batch boutique brand. You know, that's 
that's you have to cross the threshold of money grab scheme before you can and i I think i think zinn and damasco are are well past the realm of kickstarter brand absolutely i like the designation though there are some watch brands that aren't as global as like citizen or fucking like tissot or whatever um but they're large enough to be considered like a small output boutique brand whereas a micro brand usually just like a one to three or five person operation you know what i mean like and it's very um and i guess you could argue that's also kind of a boutique experience but it's uh it's a bit different. I kind of classify Zinn and Damasco as boutique brands because of a small output and just uh, the fact that they are doing things that are very unique, or like they have engineering capabilities that go beyond just this one has a green dial and this one has flight hands. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I don't. I mean, these places have both of these brands have like true. I think factories like mm-hmm. definitely, definitely Zinn has a, has a pretty big factory. And I, I think you can say, I haven't looked into Damasco, but um, yeah, I, I think when you have your own factory, you kind of transition away from, from a micro brand. Agreed. Agreed. Crown and cactus. Hope good you, question. hope you appreciate that. Good question. That was fun. We haven't, we haven't, I don't think we talked about either of them brands in a while. All right, let me see which ones. Ones do I want to be on here? Interesting. You can you you might have more insight on this than I do because I feel like you're more in the know on this. Huge. Oh, no. <laughs> what did you say? Did you say? Oh no. Yeah. Oh god. He just hangs up. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Huge motherfucking shout out to I'm gonna say your name wrong. Instagram handle nine diverk two. Nine D I V E R K Nine Diverk Two. Nine Diverk Two. Yeah. Here's 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 your question. After the success of the Moon Swatch, can you each come up with another unexpected collaboration that you'd like to see? Parentheses, no matter how unrealistic. Hmm. I mean, there have been some weird collaborations in the watch world. The whole concept with the Moon Watch is like, well, so it's Omega and Swatch collaborating. Like, like that's what they're saying, right? Like another collaboration like that. I like how that was probably like Swatch telling Omega, like, you're gonna do this. Exactly. Whether <laughs> <laughs> you like it or not. <laughs> it's listen. We're on the same record label. You have no fucking choice. You have to sing back and track on that band's <laughs> album. It's like, oh fuck, fine. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, hmm. No matter how unrealistic. Gosh, I feel like I was just thinking about this recently. I don't know. Maybe you can go first. I would like to see a Charles Schultz Nomos. So like a Timex Nomos situation. Oh. I think that'd be fucking fun. I think that'd be fucking fun as shit, dude. Do you think Timex owns some kind of rights where they can just like churn those things out like crazy? Dude, they do a penis. They do a penis watch. I I don't know how it works. <clears throat> but they, I don't know. The guy said no matter how unrealistic. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> I'm just 
but that was the first thing I thought of. Just like I'm like I'm like oh maybe a fun crazy diver maybe like no like something fun. I wanted something fun and whimsical, and the Charles Schultz watches were the first thing I thought of. But then I wanted to bring a little more structure to the idea, almost a bit of like like an architectural vibe, and then I immediately just went to Nomos, and I'm like a Charles Schultz Nomos would be a lot of fun. Hmm. That's my vote. I don't know what the fuck you call it. Charlie Nomos. I think I think maybe maybe um this this is kind of this would probably never happen. But and this is more of a selfish one. So it would be really cool to see CWC uh revive some kind of partnership with the uh the Bangladesh Air Force. So they cool. they, they produced a lot of watches. Yeah, obviously like, you know, um for the uh the Royal Navy and stuff like that, but they, they did, there were some old CWC, I think quartz chronographs, um, that were for the Bangladesh air force and you can still find them today. They're really, it's kind of rough. It's, it's kind of difficult to, to find one. I don't know what the Bangladesh air force is doing these days. (laughs) And I don't think a watch project is top of mind for them, but, uh, I, I think that would be pretty cool to see. Uh, maybe um, as, as CWC continues to grow, I, I, again, I think I talked about it last episode. They're starting to become aware that they are, they might also be a watch brand uh, mm. in, in addition to a, a company that fulfills contracts uh, and, and produces these tools. So some, some kind of crazy like collaboration like that. Cause yeah, it's, it's going to be sexy every time you do something with the, uh, the Royal Navy or the Royal Air Force and this right. and that. it's like what about these cool quartz chronographs that that are like kind of around and nobody talks about so I like that that's a good one or something like that I do enjoy how both of our options were so us yeah <laughs> I'm like I'm just gonna be as selfish as I am <laughs> I want a colorful Charlie Brown watch <laughs> like I want that Great question. Huge shout out to Nine Diverk Two. I don't know if I'm saying your name correctly. I apologize if I'm not. Bam. Let's see what we got on here. Ooh, I saw a good one. Oh, where did it go? Where did it go? I saw it. Yes. Yeah. Like it. Huge shout out to Bagar Bangston. Bagar Bagar Bangston. Agar Bankston, you know what I'm talking. About? Are, are, are you looking at it too? I'm I'm looking at it. I have I have it up now. Finally. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, Bagar, I apologize if I'm saying your name wrong. Would like to know if you opened your own AD store, what brands would you want to sell, and how would you set up the shop? Go nuts, grin face. <laughs> I would I would some, I would somehow trick Casio into giving me a lot of money <laughs> so that I only make a store where we only sell F91s. Oh my God. <laughs> like different variations or just the same one? Well, they're, no, they're like a bajillion There's of a them. bajillion variations, yeah. The, and they even have crazy colorful ones and they have JDM only ones. You know, it actually, it, I bet you, I bet you if you like, because with that, I mean, that watch is, I mean, it's getting a lot of screen time these days. It's all over Stranger Things. It it could, mm. it, I think it could be more popular than it is. Um, you could fill an entire store with all the variations. You totally can. So I mean, put one of those things in the middle of South Beach 
like kind of kind of just like they're like you know the same style as a swatch boutique or something like that's that. actually a really good idea i mean that that could work i don't know how many i don't know how many castillos you'd have to sell to cover your overhead of having a south beach brick and mortar probably a lot well, yeah, tricking <laughs> tricking Casio, watch. tricking Casio into giving giving me a lot of money would would be part of the plan. I don't, I don't know. What would I, I do? I just I shot from the hip on that one. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure what I would carry in there yet, but I um, I'm very nostalgic for things. I might just be describing the human condition. Um, as I get older, I'm not I'm not old. I recognize I'm not old. That makes me sound old. I'm only 35. But as I get older. I recognize how nostalgic I am for things that I made core parts of my personality when I was younger and that are gone now. And um, mm. I was thinking about this the other day. Remember arcades? Yeah. That, though I didn't realize it at the time, but every time I went to an arcade when I was a kid, it was probably like the some one of the best times of my life. You know what I mean? I had so yeah. much fun in arcades. Um, so if I'm, and then the arcade was overhauled, like uh, like mid nineteen nineties or something, to to be like the GameWorks, where they added crazy stuff, like and a bar for the parents. And then oh my you, god, you were the cool kid if you had your birthday there. That's funny. I didn't. I <laughs> I, I had like a small mom pom bodunk arcade, like in like a mall near me in Fort Lauderdale. I did it. Um, it closed down and they turned into a Sylvan learning a Sylvan learning center, which I always found you know, pretty fucking ironic, actually. Um, <laughs> if you think about it, uh, and then I think the Sylvan learning center closed down or burned down or something, and then I think it turned into a barber shop um, back in Fort Lauderdale. But I would, I would, I, I would, uh, I would design my AD to recreate the arcade experience. Like I, cool. I want arcade machines in there. I want you to walk in there and smell old carpet and tokens, like, like I want like just one old dude that just plays the horse racing games twenty four seven to win tokens. I just I want <laughs> I want that guy back there. Like I would create the AD to look like, you know, a local mom pa arcade, and then um, different areas of the arcade would be different, you know, uh, like 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 AD counters and things like that. I don't know what I would. No, I fucking know what I would have there. I would have a, I would have Vostok in there. That would be cool. Like That'd if you were the cool, guy, right? if you were the guy that sold them, like in the whole country or out something a, like out that. Out of a brick and mortar, I would do It'd Vostok cool. in there. What else would be fun that I would do in there? I would um I would love to carry really niche Orients, like the Orient Neo Seventy series, which is the line my Christmas Chrono belongs to. Um, I would want to carry brands and specific lines of those brands, which would would make sense to see in an arcade, you know? Yeah. That's cool. I don't think I answered your question very well, or the way you were expecting. Bang, ba, ba, fucking, ba, Bagar, Bangs, Bangston, BB. My fucking BB. BB. Someone's going to take that and turn, like, do a dubstep. <laughs> remix of you trying to name that <laughs> i turned to my dad for 30 seconds there trying to read like a name of the television <laughs> I'm not gonna work here anymore bagar fucking bb you know who you are um a fantastic question sorry if i didn't answer it uh they were probably expecting omega 
something. I'm not entirely sure. I mean, you can find those. You can find those anywhere. Literally find those anywhere. I do miss arcades though. That was that was a good time. Yeah. Oh. Let me see. What do we got on here? That's very long. Um. Oh, here's one. Here's one from OG TBWS listener. This is not what I re- first met him as, but this is what his Instagram handle is now. Tony Croton. I want to say Crouton. Say Crouton. It's not Tony Crouton. OG TBWS. <laughs> um, this is this is a question for you because this is a watch you know more about than I do. So <clears throat> the Scurfa is looking good. Fist pound because I because in the photo of, of this Instagram piece it's a Scurfa. My question would be your guys' take on the Tudor Pelagos FXD after the initial hype of the release. Availability has still been very slim, with boutique managers saying they've only been allocated one or two yet. Looking forward to the next episode. Cheers from Germany. Little cheers. Michael, what do you think? You know more about this watch than I do. Yeah, I mean, I, I still think, to me, I, I on, on paper and in photos, I think it's a fantastic watch. I think uh, it's pretty consequential because if you if you consider the world of like big massive Swiss manufacturers, uh, um, the FXD is is the only is the only I guess mil spec watch that's um, that's being made. And it's actually it's even more consequential because it's coming from the Rolex house. Like, I can't remember the last time they, you know, spun up a corner of the factory to be like, okay, these watches are being made uh, for this specific reason. And they're actually, it's cooler the more you dig into it. There's two versions of the FXD. There's the the one that is going to boutiques, and there's another version that's actually being provided uh, directly to the um, to this team in the Italian uh, Navy and they, they, they they're cool. not issued watches. So if um, they're not issued watches, but they are given the opportunity to buy them, um, you know, I think when they're done with training or something like that. Um, hmm. That that one has just like a very simple uh, two line dial. I think it might just say like maybe like Pelagos or two hundred meters. It's it's not many photos of those, um, but it's that's just. That's so cool. I, I think I still think it's a really really cool watch. It's tough because it's not the kind of watch that I would buy sight unseen. Because you know you you we've worn Pelagos before, but this is totally different. It's a little bit slimmer. It doesn't have the uh, the HRV, and then that it's got that very long lug to lug measurement. But the question is, you know, does that sort of integrated lug case structure um make that more manageable um so i still i still think it's a it's a really cool watch and you know i i i think kind of like the fifth the the bb 58 blue it it took like you know it really took a year or so for um supply to catch up with demand and i really hope i really hope that's the same case for um you know, this, this Pelagos FXD, there's, you know, Tudor said that it's not a limited model or, or anything like that, but I, looking at the way the case is done, I wonder what you have to do with the assembly line to switch between regular Pelagos and Pelagos FXD. You know what I mean? 
I mean, you, that's a good point. I imagine they would probably have to make, they would probably have to append or prepend a different segment of that line just for that case. Yeah. As opposed to having one line switch back and forth between case type case types, one one section of that line only does that case, depending on where it comes from. You know what I'm saying? So that might be something to consider. Like how mm. how are how is Tudor tackling the the supply portion of this and how do they approach effectively making two versions of the same watch case if that makes sense that 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 shortage might be very real because that could a good be good point actually i hadn't thought about that that could be something difficult to to tackle so um yeah i i would love i would love to to try one one day and i i even thought to myself like that could be that could be a super solid watch to own one day but yeah the prices are are nuts right now because i think it's i think the watch is around uh, like the same as a regular Pelios, maybe a little less, I think, because you don't get the bracelet. I think they managed to keep the price normal. What's a regular Pelag- uh, 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 Pelagos now? Pelagos is it like? Because I remember there was a time where you can get it around, I guess, secondhand. You could get secondhand around like upper threes. Oh yeah, we've, we've been doing this for too long, huh? <laughs> um, let's see, the Pelagos. I feel like it probably went up. So the one on bracelet today, mm-hmm. the regular, is four thousand seven hundred twenty-five. But this FXD, this FXD is three thousand nine hundred. Okay, that's okay. So Tudor thought, like, hey, you know, probably you're not getting a bracelet. It comes on on rubber and and this like Velcro thing. It's not going to be as pricey, but there people are trying to sell them for well over six thousand. Which is kind of bananas. Wait for it to die down. Yeah, I, I think I think that'll happen, hopefully. Nice, fantastic question, OG TVWS Tony Crouton. Appreciate it. Always a pleasure. Let's see. I saw a good one on here. Oh man, I love this one. I've totally thought about this. Huge mother humping shout out to Klaus W one two three. Klaus underscore W one two three. Have either of you? Had the desire to try servicing your own watches or old beaters from eBay, or is it too intimidating? Can either of you see yourselves doing this in 40 years with enormous long gray beards in a lighthouse uh, tower? Basically, the question is, Michael, have you ever had the desire, or have you ever wanted to try to service one of your own watches? Well, there are quite a few lighthouses around both of us. So that's that part of the question. Got yes. that covered. Yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> so is this like us servicing it ourselves? Yes. I think that's I think that's what they're that's what they're asking. Dude, hell no. I am such an idiot. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm I'm good at a very very limited set of things. Mm-hmm. And other than that, I'm kind of surprised I'm still breathing. <laughs> like, no, I'm not gonna try to service a, one of my watches. Fantastic answer. I've only thought of trying to service one of the watches I own, and I still kind of think about it. My big zero. Mm. Damn. That's the, really, I, you want to take a risk with that much of a? 
I mean, maybe if I'm on my deathbed and I have like a half hour and nothing to lose. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like, <laughs> all needs all needs a half hour because um, I've seen some videos online of some folks taking apart the the two six zero nine the Rakata two six zero nine movement. Okay. It seems pretty straightforward. It's not automatic. It's a hand, you know, it's a manual wind, um, pretty straightforward movements. Uh, it's just one of those things where it's like, I don't know. Because in my mind, I still picture a doomsday type of scenario where I go to pick up the big zero and I wind it and nothing happens. I have to get it fixed. So I have to either find someone who will service it or try to service it myself. I know a couple folks who work on Soviet watches. I could honestly um, send it to, but I don't know. That's the only watch I've ever actually like hmm. thought about. Like, oh, let me let me get my loop on my bench and service service my raketa. That's the only watch. Um, <laughs> nothing else. Yeah. Nothing else I've ever entertained. So uh, let me see. Where did that person go? Solid question. Klaus underscore W. One two three. Uh, we're at fifty three minutes. We 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 can we can get in like a couple more. Um, let's do them. Let's let's do as many as we can. Let's do. I don't understand what this. Oh, I get. It. Okay, a huge shout out to a underscore Latyshev. Lot Latyshev. L a t y s h e v. Why why can't I read these fucking people's names? That's um, a hard one. It's a weird one. Uh, question: Should gold watches be it again, and would you settle for DLC guilt? So DLC, as in like gold plated? Gold plated, I think. I think they're uh, okay. Amazing. So, so gold watches, gold plated. Is gold coming back, and would you prefer solid gold, or would you just kind of settle for like you know some fucking like gold DLC? I mean, I don't know about you. Maybe because. You, we've probably been eyeballing these type of details for so long, but like you can kind of tell the difference if a person is pretty close to you and you see them wearing gold anything, mm -hmm. like a chain or a watch or something, you can kind of tell like what's plated and what's. Oh, real, of course, yes. You know, uh, like gold has a, a really like rich tone to it. Um, it even a, if it's something like a like a thin bracelet, like you can uh, still tell it has has that heft. Um, it has like a, like a particular almost organic luster to it. Like mm -hmm. you get the sense that this, like, oh, okay, yeah, that's what real gold looks like. Yeah, yeah. I I get this weird react. Like when I was when I was trying to try my hardest to be, um, like, Blink One Eighty Two fanboy freshman mm -hmm. year, I'd wear these uh these nickel plated uh, like Hot Topic, like necklaces and. All yeah. that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, and my skin had a horrible reaction to them, like oh, no. <laughs> so bad. And so I, I get scared to wear, um, uh, like plated stuff, um, even though that new Tissot PRX quartz thirty five millimeter in gold looks really really cool. Mm. I don't know. I don't know if was gold ever not it. Like even for somebody like me who's like I'm probably wearing a diver on a nato most days <laughs> i still look at a solid gold yacht master and i'm like man that's pretty gangster you know i think gold i think gold has its place for me though i i still get weak in the knees for a good two-tone yeah 
That's it for yeah. me, man. Like that, like, like, <clears throat> like obviously, like the bluesy is always gonna just be like so. So so for me, that's like, I always return to that. I don't know if I would go full gold. I don't know if I want that as a look. I might try it with like a quartz seiko or something. I've seen a cup. I've seen a couple like quartz seikos that I could just get on Amazon Prime like nothing and be like, yeah, maybe see how this feels, and then I'll, I'm sure I'll feel like an idiot. I don't know. I should have spent this on an SKX. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> on a third of an SKX because they're expensive yeah. now. Good question though. Interesting. Um. I don't think Michael and I really properly answered it, but uh, good stuff. Thank you. Huge shout out to a lot, lot, lot Chev, lot, lot Y Chev. I don't know what the fuck. Uh, let's see here. What do we got? Ba, 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 ba. Huge shout out to Slater Will. Cool. Uh, what up, Slater Will? Name a brand that is moving in the right direction and one that is moving in the wrong direction. How interesting. This is a tough one. What do you define as a right and wrong direction? Right and wrong for who? I know plenty of brands that are doing things that they feel like are the right direction as a business, but the wrong direction for me as an end consumer, as an enthusiast. And then I know other brands who are doing things that are probably good for me as an enthusiast, but probably not the best business decisions. Yeah, I guess like the what what's the best business decision right now for a brand? Uh capitalize on new generic uh Seiko GMT movements and uh you know, sub forty millimeter watches. That's probably a good business direction. Yeah. Um yeah, it, it would be hard to tackle this question without again being a little selfish. Like the the wrong direction one, I'm always gonna. I'll probably pick a brand like Glycine because to me it seems mm. like they have no direction. I I think there is an one. I think there was an Invicta purchase, and then the brand has been zombified from that point on. Uh, you know when when you have a catalog of like so many cool models that that you could be, you know, releasing, especially right now when people are again looking at smaller watches. And everyone's sort of playing the vintage reissue game, so I mean that's that's a that's a good one um, for like the wrong direction to me. I think I think a brand like Oris is going in the right direction in a lot of ways because they they offer a ton of variety in a lot of different price ranges. So like kind of um, you know even some stuff that you could probably find sub one thousand like street price really. And, and when they do things like limited editions, I think they're not cheesy. Like mm. they have, they, they do, they do cool stuff. That's pretty exciting. And they're, they're environmentally conscious and, uh, they do, um, they're doing like a lot of this like eco-friendly material stuff lately. And, uh, I think that's a good direction for anyone to move in. I haven't been a giant fan of a lot of the limited releases, but I understand and appreciate. Me neither. Oh, th- they're not for me at all. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think the New York Oyster one they did recently was just a bit of a miss for me. Mm, I don't think I saw that one. Uh, oh, crap. Is it embargoed? No, it's been released. 
We have to violation. In may, have to, may have to edit this out. <laughs> let me see. God, God damn it, Michael. Let me see. I'm like, I haven't seen that. <laughs> no, it's 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 not embargoed. This that was that okay. was, that was last year. It's fine. We're all fine now. <laughs> so bad at calendar. That's math. really funny. <laughs> That's really funny. <clears throat> it's got um. It's got a pair. It's got three. It's got a. Uh, here, let me show this to you. I don't like. <laughs> nice, nice file name, Hodinky. Um, let me send this to you. I don't like the case back because it's supposed to be three oyster shells, but it just looks like three potato chips to me. So it's just small things. It's just small things. Potatoes, yeah. Or it's just full <laughs> potatoes. It's, it's just. It's just. I haven't seen this one. It's just small things to me. I haven't seen this one. I like I like the dial and I like the concept and everything like that. But like every now and then, with some of the limited releases, there'll be something that I'll, I'll just kind of like pull me back from it. But I love the love the concept. Um, yeah. So let me see. So uh, moving in the right direction, moving in the wrong direction. Um, just just because it's just because it's topical and it's on my mind because I just reviewed it recently. I think Skurfa. It's totally moving in the right direction for enthusiasts, but Paul, if you're listening, I don't understand how you make money on your watches. I just don't. They're fucking awesome, and they're like under 250 USD all day. Yeah, yeah. Make money, dude. That that's so. It's a right direction for me, but it's probably not. Right. I don't know if you have like a like a like a financial planner or something, but they must be as confused as I am. <laughs> So I'll say that I'll say Skurfa is moving in the right direction. Selfishly for me, just because like I have the review on the site, go and check it out. Um, folks who know me know I'm not really easily impressed, but like that that thing that thing blew me away. Fit and finish on something that was just not what I thought was in that price range. So um, I'll throw Skurfa in there. Who's heading in the wrong direction? You know what? I'll say it. I'll say some of these Grand Seiko releases are feeling like they're just going in a weird direction. Especially price-wise. <clears throat> it's a lot. It's a lot to keep up with. Not you know? not even just the price. I'm like, I don't know. Are we doing seasons still? Like, what, what is it? <laughs> like, <laughs> how many? I thought there's only four seasons. But there's like, like 12 season releases. It's like, wait, we're doing wood now? We're doing wood. Oh no! This is snow on the south side of the mountain. That other release was snow on the north side, and I was like, "Fuck, dude! Just, can't it just be snow?" Like you're totally right. It's it's. The, the, I think they realized with some of those Grand Seiko releases, they had kind of like a lightning in the bottle moment, like with the yeah. first snowflake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they were like, "Oh fuck! How can we templatize and recreate?" that lightning in the bottle moment every time for every possible fucking facet of nature that exists. <laughs> and like, that's what it's just it's kind of in like, now it's just not special anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Like I was like, Oh, this is the moon twilight release. Like that's fucking okay. Are there Whatever. more black bays or are there more nature centric? <laughs> grand Ooh, We may have to count. We may, <laughs> we may need to get Jason our official <laughs> greeter and Derek, his auditor, on this one uh, to count how many black ways versus how many secrets. 
how many Grand Seiko nature releases they are. So I'll say I'll say that is the wrong direction because like now it just doesn't feel special anymore. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. We are a little over an hour. I have one more question on here that I think is a fantastic one, Michael, for us to end on. Let's see. <clears throat> Huge shout out to OG TBWS. I never know how to say your name. All in Durawan? Durwain? A-L-I-I-N... Ali in Dar Drawan. Ali in Darwan. Dark Drawan. Are you just picking the hardest people? No, this is my fuckers' names. This is just this is the these people that talk to us. Uh, I, I see that one. Ali's question is: It just asks, "How are you feeling?" Oh, very warm. Very warm right now. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> like emotionally, like comforted and warm, or like physically, like it's fucking hot. You know, maybe both. I, I feel somewhere I feel in the com- middle. Like emotionally, I, I feel very comfortable. I haven't been very anxious lately. Um, I'm very grateful, uh, but it's very hot. Very hot. It's, it's so it's so hot. Yeah, I don't do know you about least, you. Do you at least have like a like a box AC like a window unit or something like that? You know what I'm talking about? I've got this this like a uh, little. You know, it's got the hose that goes to the window, that yeah. kind of thing, and you you wedge it in the windowsill. Those work. I have I have one of those for the office, which is like I think it's an Amazon Basics or something. <laughs> but the one in the bedroom is a is a Honeywell, and it's nicer, and it gets pretty cold. So is the Amazon Basics one just not good? Is it made from like an old Geo engine, like an old Geo automobile engine? It just does just like doesn't really work very well. Yeah, it just blows air in my face. So I have to I have to point it at my head to feel cool. The other one actually cools the room, which is pretty pretty cool. That's cool. That's pre- I appreciate that, man. I don't know how you're feeling. Feeling delicate? No, I um <laughs> How do you feel? I'm, I'm I'm doing okay. I'm doing I'm 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 happy with TBWS. We've been hitting the site pretty hard past couple month and a half, which is making me feel good. I have a, a slow, dull ache of anxiety hanging over me at all times, like the sword of Democles, just because um, building a house, I have to wait to lock in my fucking mortgage rate, which right now is a fucking nightmare here in the United States. I'm sure lots of places it is. So just like that, come mid-September, I'll be much more happy. I'll be, I'll be much less anxious because it's literally the last unknown. Yeah, exciting um, time. I mean, I just hope it all works out. I, I keep having these doomsday scenario moments in my head, and I'm just like, no, it's gonna be fine. This is just it's part of the process, and so. If you're anything, if you're anything like me, I'm sure your doomsday scenario spirals all the way down to the point where you and your wife are gonna be living in a cardboard box, like, like in the rain. Yeah, Becky leaves me, and she marries a much more attractive white doctor, and just fucking like lives the dream, and I'm stuck in the box with the cats, <laughs> fighting for scraps from them. You know what yeah. I mean? I know the feeling. That's generally how most of my thoughts go um, when I'm alone. So yeah, no, I'm for the most part in the day to day, I'm fine. In the long run, I just I am very excited to have that house be completed, to have all this. I hate financial stuff. I hate loan stuff. Like I have a I have a really hard time with just like numbers and percents and like all this stuff like that so it's just it's always been a a, 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 a really strong point of anxiety for me so i'll be very happy with have you all seen, behind me have you seen a movie called the house with will ferrell and amy poehler no is it it's, good? 
it's really underrated i think uh like these these parents they end up like opening up a casino in their basement to like i don't know pay for their kids college or something That's it's like so good <laughs> a super like almost like tom green-esque comedy premise but um but they have these scenes where like they they like try adding numbers and stuff and it always ends up in this sequence where will will ferrell's vision gets like blurry and he, he's like gets close to fainting <laughs> so, Dude, that, like that's what happens to me yeah. <laughs> because like our, our our mortgage officer is like oh well you can buy like you like 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 you can do mortgage points and one mortgage point is one percent of your loan but one percent of your loan could only equate to a quarter of your mortgage rate and i'm just like can't i just give you a lunchbox full of money and leave can't can't can i just can i just do that is that not an option on the table like i just i can't i I just I don't I've always had trouble. You can. Can you Will Ferrell. <laughs> if I was if I was actually Will Ferrell or a character <laughs> he was playing. He probably handed at somebody a briefcase of money. Transformers lunchbox. I would accept nothing less <laughs> than a Transformers lunchbox of like new bank bill like new bank notes. I don't know. So um huge shout out, huge excellent question. Ali in Durawan. I have never known how to say your name. OGTBWS. Awesome question. Appreciate it. Uh, for the most part, I think Michael and I are fine. Michael's doing pretty good. I have some dull, aching, anxious moments in the back of my skull that I can't wait to exercise like demons from my past. Uh, soon. Hopefully soon. I think that's it. I think we're good. I, I think that's... There's some questions on here which we could honestly turn into episodes, and I kind of want to do that. Yeah. Like, did you see this person's question? I'll give I'll give you a shout. It's a great question. Uh, just about time, official. What's your favorite top ten or five military style watch brands and their affordable counterparts? Mm. That's a that whole fucking be, episode. That could be a whole episode where I talk way too much. <clears throat> I'm into it. I like it. I do like. Uh... I'm going to answer one last question here. Oh, yeah, go for be, it. It's going to be very quick. And it's going to be for PLM 6309. What's your favorite baby G model, <laughs> past or present? I'm going to say it. It's my baby G, the one I wish I didn't lose. It was just black, and it had these aqua aquamarine accents. Oh, yeah. And it had the little cage on it, and on the little oh, cage... Yeah. The the bumpers, the I love bumpers, that. those were also an aqua color. I don't that know would, what the model is. That would go really well in my arcade AD. Yeah, that's like if I could find that watch, that'd be awesome. What happened to it? Where'd you lose it? I don't know. I had it. I definitely had it. I want to say, like sixth grade for sure, sixth okay. or seventh grade, and then I got a fossil diver. And I was like, oh, this is like way cooler. I'm not going to wear this other thing. But if I could find one watch from from my young in years, it would be it would be that thing. That'd be that'd be pretty cool. If I knew the mod, if I knew the exact model just from the the visual description that I gave, I I'd I'd probably buy one. I remember those models that had the bumpers, though. Um, Yeah, I remember those. But that colorway specifically, I can't quite recall. It's a good one. It's like. It's like Blink-182 green. Fantastic. (laughs) uh, 
yeah i think i think we got most of the questions i think some of these yeah if your question wasn't answered i think it's probably because we're both we're both looking at them and thinking like hey maybe this this can be expanded upon uh for its own episode so keep listening and you might actually get your answer (laughs) stay tuned next week for the hardy boys um (laughs) this has been a ton of fun huge shout out to everyone that submitted a question um thank you for doing that uh q a episodes are fun we should do this again we should do this on the on the regular not the regular then i'll just give then then it won't then 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 we'll just be grand sago nature series we'll do these appropriately none of these were weird it's like what do you wear when you masturbate but like yeah there's we, Some, I, sometimes yes. that comes. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes we'll ask dumb questions. It was nice to see that folks behave this time. Very <laughs> nice. Very benign. <laughs> some of these questions were. You know what I mean? Uh, so nice. So wholesome. Good to have a wholesome episode. Uh, yeah. Or, I mean, well, no, I said some non-wholesome thing. It's fine. It'll be fine. It's nice. This is good. This is a good time. Um, Check out the website, twobookwashdowns.com. All kinds of fun things going on. We have a lot of fun things planned this week in particular. This has been a ton of fun. Um, well, is it that time? Sad. That's sad, sad. Just hang up. <laughs> sad. Is that a sad time? I'm looking at a photo of the Zen 556. So handsome. That could be a new house watch. Such a nice... No, I have... It'll go. Student. It'll go good next to your your SNK. It's like student piling. loans, student yeah. loans, and kinds mm. of. I'll have a brand new shiny ball crushing mortgage. <laughs> Probably should be buying watches. Yeah, that sucks. You know what I mean? A mortgage. <laughs> Till death do us part. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, think, I think we can. I think we can end it here. And yeah, thanks for all the questions, everyone. Kind of fun. Um, do you want to? Do you want to start it and I'll officially close it out? Thank you so much, as always, for listening to our nonsense. My name is Mike. And this is Kaz. You have been listening to Two Book Watch Knobs. Later. Mm-hmm.